Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I am your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx speaker, business positioning strategist, and international best-selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group by searching Life Transformation Radio Community on Facebook and never miss an episode by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Pandora, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on Life Transformation Radio and we're on YouTube at Life Transformation Radio. So go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you think highly of the show, please leave us a rating and review, letting us know what you think. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings having an impact in the world around them. And my guests today have done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. We'd be happy to take your questions, and my team is standing by currently to field those questions. And now, please help me welcome to the show my amazing guests, Marion Massey and Mark Satterfield. Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Hey, Sean. Welcome. Yes, Sean. I am so pumped to have you both here. Um, I, I've researched and have learned a lot more about you. And I got to say, you know, as I've said to them, Marion has written one of the most one of the best books I've read in, in this space and it's called dancing with God. And uh, if you haven't read that book, ladies and gentlemen, you must read the book. I like true story books anyways, but the, and we'll get into this, but uh, that's, that's one of the, the best books, especially in, in like these times, or if you, if you have uncertain times, I would say that that would be an amazing book for people to read. So Marion, thank you for writing such an oh, amazing and powerful book. You are so sweet, but I got to tell you on top of that, I don't know if you're aware of that. You know, I, I wrote both of the books, but they, I was told I was going to write two books in a dream. Now I am not a writer. I don't like to write. And in the dream, I went, 
but I can't spell, <laughs> which is very true. <laughs> and I did right. end up uh, writing, you know, Dancing with God, a true story as my second book. And it chronicles, you know, my transformation to working with spirit and the subconscious and all of that. So. Yeah. What, what really, what my big takeaway, you know, as we were talking pre-show, you know, I was going through some things a couple of years ago. I was kind of uncertain. I was starting my third business. I was like, is this really a direction I want to go? But I kept being pulled to do this other thing. I kept being pulled and people would tell me that you should do this. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired of hearing that. Like, I don't want to do that. You know? And, and, and I think that we repel against things that maybe we're not sure of, maybe things that we're not interested in, but when we hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it, you know, sometimes we just got to say yes and figure it out. And so I did, and I cannot even tell you how many doors have been opened. So many opportunities have been available. I, I mean, it's been amazing. It's life knocking you on the head and going, Hey, listen to your intuition. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, and I've been told that like you got to listen to your intuition. You know, you you got it. Like, you know, when people have been telling you, you know, you'd be good at this. You're like, no, 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 no. Like, keep an open mind. And I was so closed minded. I was so closed off. You know, there was a lot well, of difficulty. Yeah. Oh, they um, opening up to our intuition is what we brought into, you know, creating uh, the love of your life program. And we wanted people to really become empowered by it. Love it. Love it. I'm, I'm, I think this is the, the best time to be talking about this based on current events. And it's almost February. So I think this is a perfect time to, to talk about this. The title of the show is Create the Love of Your Life with Marion Massey and Mark Satterfield. Marion and Mark have been married for over 20 years and are the developers of the program Create the Love of Your Life. They teach single women how to attract the love of their life by changing their subconscious beliefs. As a clinical hypnotherapist and success coach, Marion helps clients let go of subconscious beliefs and unresolved anger that results in attracting the wrong type of relationship. She is also the author of two books, Dancing with God and you are soul. You can learn more about them and their system at createtheloveofyourlife.com. Createtheloveofyourlife.com. Go ahead and click on that in the show notes. Connect to their social media profiles. And then look at what they offer. I promise you, you will not be ungrateful of the abundance of stuff that they've got. Because I know Dancing with God, I, I recommend everybody. And now I need to get you our soul. I didn't even know you, you had that. So now I got to go pick that up. But <laughs> my first question for you is why? <laughs> like, uh, why write the books? Why create love of your life? Why do you do what you do? Well, I'm going to start with why, why we created the program. It was in July. We were thinking about something else to do. We were kind of bored because of COVID. And, and I know my husband needed a business and I said, you know, let me look up what's, you know, out there and something said like dating advice. And so he went off on his own and looked up the different dating advice programs out there. And he came to me and he goes, they're just so superficial. 
you know, they don't have much substance. He goes, now, what would you do with a client? And so I sat down and I said, well, I would work with helping them let go of anger from past relationships, help them change subconscious beliefs about their inner worth and their value, you know, because you can have very different beliefs subconsciously as intellectually, and I would teach them about boundaries. And he goes, I love it. So that's how we created it, because the why, excuse me, was based on, that's exactly how I found him. After my second divorce, and I teach this for a living, I had to look inside myself and go, you know, I'm creating beliefs that are keeping me out of a healthy relationship. After two divorces, you have to go, you know, something's not working. And so I worked at addressing the beliefs that I didn't even know were there. And step-by-step, I got rid of the old anger from childhood, from old relationships, and started to implant better self-esteem, all on the subconscious. And within a year's time, I found my husband. And so this is exactly what we teach. Everything we did. That's amazing. (laughs) And sometimes, I believe, sometimes... The abundance cannot come until you've done the work on yourself. And the way that I put that into process is if someone makes a fist and you want to give them money, but they don't want to let go of what they already have in their hand, you can't give them money. You you cannot cannot receive it. Very, very accurate. That's how I... You can't go forward in, let's say, the relationships if you have preconceived ideas or hurts or beliefs that aren't empowering you to be your authentic self. You just can't go forward. And there's no program out there that I know of that actually teaches you this step by step by step for creating the love of your life. And it's making it very powerful about that. Yeah, what what (laughs) we found and what we believe is that your subconscious beliefs are, are really energy and energy attracts. So if you have unresolved anger or fear, uh, it's no big surprise, but you're going to tend to attract the type of person who is generally annoyed at the world or fearful. And that's not the, you know, the type of person that uh, you know, a, woman, a, a woman wants to attract. And when we were doing the initial research for developing the program, we found that there was a lot of stuff that was geared towards, you know, women in their 20s, things that focused on how to, you know, how to dress, what kind of text messages to send. But there really wasn't anything that focused on the inner work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as as you as you said, and we, we agree completely you have to really change that inner work first before you start to go out and date. And if you do that, then you are going to attract someone who will really love you for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts within, right? You can't fix Absolutely. what's going on the outside until you fix what's going on on the inside. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I would, you know, during my uh, sessions with different women, I'd ask how, you know, how many people have actually, you know, worked on themselves and a few said they were. And then I'd ask how many actually were going out and dating and the other people would say, I'm doing that. But very rarely were they doing both. So you really Mm. need 
to work on your inner changing of your beliefs, your emotions, and then go out and date smart. And that's what we teach. Right. I love it. I love it. Mark, what made you get involved with this other than, you know, you want to support your spouse and like, what was your why for wanting to do the research and really opening up to this? Well, I, I guess the, the simplest answer is that I was somewhat unhappy in retirement. I had run a internet marketing business for about 20 years and retired. And I discovered that you know, I just was not somebody who could exist without a purpose. And for me, having a purpose meant having a business, being able to educate and help people. And I, as Marion mentioned, cast, cast around a lot of different areas. And I really increasingly had met a number of women who were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and even some older that we're frustrated in terms of finding, finding love. And I thought, you know, there mm-hmm. ought to be something that's not simplistic, not superficial, that, that can help these women. And that was really the genesis of it. And that's what got Marion and I together to, to start to talk about the program, and then ultimately developed it. And uh, I wanted to create something that could really be a self-study program, highly interactive, but something that women could do on their own, uh, at their own pace, but at the end of it, come out with a real clear sense for their authentic self, have a real clear mm-hmm. sense for you know, what they wanted in a relationship, who it was that they wanted to attract, and then exactly how to go out and start dating in a way that is, is safe and a way that has a high probability of, of success. Yeah. So I you, love there's an application. created piece. that process. Yeah. Yeah. I love that there's an application piece. You know, we, we read a book or we take a course, even get a coach and there's, Oh, just do this, 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 this. But just like, where, but where's the application? Like, I mean, I can read all day. They say, you know, knowledge is power. I think the application is the power. The knowledge is the kinetic energy, or the potential energy that's been built up. It's the, it's the the, the car's running, but we got to put our foot on the gas. And I believe that the application of that knowledge is what makes the difference. What gets you from point A to B to C and whatever else. So I love that there's an application process built into it. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, I, when I'd read these books and say, well, just change your subconscious beliefs and they don't tell you how to do it. <laughs> Being that, that was my, my, my whole life. I was like, seriously, they're not telling you how to do this. Well, it's kind of like, you know, fix the car engine. You're not going to tell me how to fix the car engine. So yes, that's why we created the process of step-by-step and they'll know themselves so much better for it and just go out and start creating again what they want. Because un- unfortunately yep. what happens is so many women, they just you know, start to go out and go online and they start swiping left and right. And they approach trying to find the love of their life from the perspective of I'll recognize it when I see it. 
And, and unfortunately, yeah. you, you, you couldn't be more wrong if you approach it from that standpoint. Uh, because you really need to have first a real sense for your own authentic self. You really need to have a sense in terms of what are going to be appropriate boundaries uh, that you're going to, uh, you're going to expect. Uh, you need to have a very clear sense on precisely the type of guy that you want to attract uh, before you go out and start to, to implement. But as Marion says, both are important. You, you have to have both the inner work as well as the outer execution. Everything he just said is what I woke up with after my second divorce going, I am not going to make the same mistake again. Where before I just kind of trot out there going, oh, he's attractive. I'm, you know, attracted to him. Let's go and marry him. No, no, no. (laughs) This time I got very clear (laughs) about what I wanted, started to work on my own self, and that's what we teach. Right, and and if you you don't do it, this is the reason why you tend to attract the same person over and over again. Uh, Marion has this wonderful story after her second divorce. She, you know, she sat down and she said to herself, Oh my God, I have married the same guy twice. Different body, but the same guy. (laughs) Right. Different body, different name, but lo and behold, it was exactly the same guy. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, there, there's so much I can, say to that and people that I know that that do the same thing and habitually find themselves into these situations and at some point you have to say maybe it's me which is hard (laughs) for people I'm just saying like maybe it's not so much the guy you know that it like we you know so my wife and I we joke uh, they say well how long have you been married I said well on and off uh, 13 years (laughs) <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah i mean you know we got married in 2007 got divorced in 2008 got back together in 2009 separated in 2011 got back together later on in 2011 and then we were going to separate again in 2013 but we had a couple kids and said screw it stay together you know but there's a lot of work that had to be done on ourselves yeah to keep the relationship from 2013 and 14 going you know i mean it was just we were so selfish. We were so competing against each other. We were, and we still do, but we found a healthy outlet for it. You know, whether we play games or, you know, we'll, we'll, I don't know, go to a park and who can swing the highest. I mean, it's fun competition, but like we were competing against each other Aww. instead of completing each other. Right. And we didn't realize this. And I was always a big advocate of, um, of, you know, I'll just figure it out on my own. Like, I'll just find a book somewhere and a book will tell me and, you know, whatever. I was not so much an advocate for therapy. I'm like, why? So they could charge me $100. I could have, you know, read in a book for $5. Like, I don't, you know, I don't understand. But again, there's some things that, that, you know, were happening in my life. And I said, you know what, forget it. Let's just, um, let's just say yes and figure it out. So, you know, we did the therapy thing. We did the uh, the Christian thing. We did the uh, fireproof your marriage and uh, Jimmy Evans uh, marriage on the rock. We started doing the Christian thing. And then that, that really kind of helped. And, but improving yourself in all areas necessary for you to be a, a really good spouse or a parent, or uh, I think is never a bad thing. 
just, I think, yeah, pride I mean, gets you, know, you, you, you raise a really good point. And, I mean, one of the things that we found and, and really emphasize in the program is this whole issue of boundaries and being able to communicate boundaries. Now, of course, you have to first know what boundaries are. And a lot of times we don't really know what exactly boundaries are, what's acceptable to us, what's not acceptable to us. So the first step is figuring out what those boundaries are. And there's a process and a system for that. But then it's a matter of making sure that those boundaries are are respected and enforced. And the ability to say tough things in a kind way. And, and we spent a lot of time uh, with, with our clients and in, in the program working on that because that's crucial. And, and, and so often what happens is we, we shy away from communicating our boundaries because we're afraid that you know, he, he won't like me if, if, I, if I tell him about uh, this particular boundary that's, uh, that's important to me. Uh, but, you know, as, as Marion often says, look, the reality is that if he isn't going to like you because of this boundary that is important to you, this is somebody you don't want in your life. Right. And you, you want to know if someone is right sooner rather than, than later. So right. you're, you're exactly right, Sean. Boundaries are just a, a, a crucial issue, both in terms of understanding what they are as well as, uh, as communicating them. Very well said. I like it. I like it. So, Marion, I'd love for you to tell us one of your transformational stories. And from what I know about you, there's been a couple. So if you could nail one down, what would be a transformational moment that really changed you and it allowed you to go down the path that you're currently on? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I was on my own at, at 15, and I think that was very transformational. So I had to yeah. go within. I didn't really have to, but I did. And relied on my inner guidance. And I do believe that we create everything in our life by how we focus our mind, our belief systems, and our emotions. And so from the time I was 15, I started to work on changing that. I read some books on the subconscious mind. That was transformational. And then I ended up, you know, focusing on what I would want to do. I wanted a, um, a, a profession that I would love for the rest of my life. And that's all I kept in my mind. And I knew my thoughts create is what we teach our people too. your mm -hmm. thoughts create. And one day someone told me about hypnotherapy and I'd never heard about it. You know, you're talking about 30 years ago. No one heard about hypnotherapy back then. And so I looked into it and it was just like duck to water. I loved it. And I was good at it. And so everything in my life has been based on that. And I listen to my intuition. I know spirit guides me. And like I said, I had dreams that have come true. And that's why I wrote the two books. So it's a bunch of transformational things. Love it. Mark, I want to ask you a, a sort of a personal question, if I could. How has Marion transformed you? Ooh, that's a good one, Sean. Oh, we ask the hard questions here. That is really sweet. Uh, in 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 a lot in a lot of ways, and all really for the best. I think one of the things, one of the highest compliments you can give your give your partner is uh, to to say that you're a 
better person as a result of, of having them in your life. And, and that's certainly the case with, uh, with Marion. I, you know, I, I was somebody, I'm, I'm the son of, uh, of two academics and, <laughs> uh, you know, grew up in you know, corporate America. So I was, you know, very, very pragmatic. If I, I couldn't, you know, if, if I couldn't see it or, or feel it, it, it didn't really exist. So when I met Marion, <laughs> Uh, who Very was different. who was this you know hip, hypnotherapist success coach? I you know I, I I guess I could say I was I was a little skeptical and I, I wasn't quite sure what you know this was all about. I wasn't quite sure if you know this really had any any substance or whether it was just so much uh, woo woo. But uh, you know <laughs> o- over time, and this is really the beauty of Marion because she she wasn't dogmatic about it. She didn't try to convince me that her approach was right but over time you know she 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 opened my eyes and my perspective that there are different ways to to approach things and that the the subconscious is is a is a real thing and you know, I, I had some questions about, you know, gee, this, you know, sounds kind of nice, change your subconscious beliefs, but, you know, is this something that really only people who, you know, eat fruit and nuts and, you know, hang out in the field can do? So I started to research it just for my own, you know, proof of concept, if you will, and came across some research that was done by Andrew uh, Huberman out at, uh, out at Stanford. And it turns out, that uh, changing your subconscious beliefs, which is what the neuroscientists call neuroplasticity, is, is a real yeah. thing and you can really do it. Now, the interesting thing about it is that changing your beliefs requires that whatever you want to change your belief about is important to you. It requires uh, intense focus and it requires a period of relaxation. And if you, if you do those three things, uh, you can, in fact, change your subconscious mind. Uh, and what, uh, what Huberman makes the point of is that the power of hypnotherapy is such that it's the only therapy out there that actually combines this period of intense concentration with a period of intense rest. And that's the reason why hypnotherapy uh, accelerates change. So a lot of the concepts uh, that Marion introduced uh, you know, really, uh, really resonated with me. And I would say that I've you know, really now become very much of a believer. Love it. And well said, well said. Marion, I want to talk about not only the program, the books, but how the listeners can learn more about what you're up to and how they can become a part of your community and maybe work with you. Um, how are you elevating the world around you? Well, I do have, uh, we do have the Create the Love of Your Life website. We have a YouTube mm-hmm. station and a Facebook so that the people can connect with us. I also have a marianmassey.com if they want individual coaching. Um, I just feel that I am transforming people by 
really helping them understand that they create everything in their life. We just focused this for a specific niche, but you can do it for anything. Right. Oh, I, mean, I love the, it. Yeah, the approach that we take, uh, we, we're very targeted towards helping women attract the love of their life. But as Marion says, it can be applicable to you know, really anything you want to change or accomplish in your life. Uh, we, we post uh, new videos every week on, on YouTube where we take a, a deep dive down into uh, specific areas on uh, attracting the, the love of your life. And as I say, there's a lot of information on our website, uh, which is uh, create the love of your life. Love it. Same question for you, Mark. How are you currently elevating the world around you? Well, I like to think that the the program is the uh, mm-hmm. uh, is is the primary thing uh, uh, these sure. days. Uh, we're getting some, you know, we we get you know, really great feedback from from women that have found it to be uh, transformational, uh, and it it really is that feedback. Uh, somebody that you know was feeling a little bit lost, a little bit uncertain, was wondering if they would ever find love again. Uh, and to, you know, to, to hear about the transformation that they went through really gives, uh, really gives an enormous amount of, uh, of, of uh, positivity from my standpoint. Yes, and also some of the women that have taken it, they go, my goodness, this is good for anybody because we are teaching major concepts. We are teaching them how to recognize their subconscious beliefs, recognize when they're angry, and then... Working with the hypnosis, each module has uh, the meditations, the hypnosis for all of that, and so that it, it creates comprehensive change. I wonder how many people have unresolved anger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that just, just while you were... I think I don't know if it was the the string of words that you put together, but man, this could be used for anybody. And it was like I didn't realize I had such anger. And like, you know, how you put that, I'm like, I wonder how many people do have unresolved anger. Well, I mean, most people don't realize that a majority of depression is anger turned inward. Self sabotaging behavior is anger. You know that not just really? screaming and things like that. Yes. And lack of motivation, I had this one time, this guy come in, he was in his own business, he had no motivation whatsoever, he did not feel angry, and I said, from everything I talked to, uh, I said, you got a lot of anger because you were fired, and he goes, oh no, I dealt with it, which meant he dealt with it intellectually. And so the first (laughs) thing I did with him was to deal with the anger in the hypnotic uh, process. He came back, I didn't even talk about motivation, he came back the next week. And his motivation increased 50%. Wow. Right. And ang- oh, anger is a huge issue from a relationship Oh, standpoint. my goodness, yes. Because you know, so many of the women that we work with, they, they say, well, I'm not angry, but I tend to attract men who are, are angry. And, you know, or passive-aggressive. Or passive-aggressive. Passive anger. And it, it all has to do with your internal anger. And you, you've, you've got to, you, you have to release that. And now, now the, the good news is that there's, you know, a system, process, tools that, you know, that, that you can use to, to release that. 
but it is surprising how many people who don't think that they're angry actually have this, you know, kind of burning cauldron of anger that's mm-hmm. below the surface. And that's resulting in attracting the type of guy that just really just isn't right for them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I once uh, in uh, 2015, when I was 26, uh, let's see, 2016, 2015. So I was, um, I started a car club. It's it like a military like car club for guys with classic cars and hot rods and things like that. You know, we started it in 2014 and by 2015, you know, I was going to all these car shows with a couple guys and I said, hey, we need to do our own fundraiser. So we did. We did a fundraiser. Everybody complained about it, except for the couple of guys that were like really gung ho like me. A lot of the dudes complained about it. And then somehow they had a meeting that said that I'm creating a lot of work for them. And they literally told me, ma'am, your dedication is off-putting. And we just don't want you in the club anymore. I was like, wait. (laughs) So my dedication to hosting a car show that we raised like two, two or three thousand dollars on and then gave it to the local fire department. So that is off putting. My dedication to excellence is off putting. My dedication to a cause is off putting. Well, yeah, but when we join the club, we need to give you a lot of work. I was like, Oh man, you guys could have it. So the clubs folded like a year, two years later or something like that, like 2017, 2018, like the club folded, you know, but it kind of, it didn't settle with me, you know, and, People would be like, man, that, that must have really hurt. I'm like, I don't really care. Those guys can suck at, you know, They're like, <laughs> you tell your face about how you're not, uh, you know, how you're so happy. You know, like I tell people like, I'm happy. They're like, tell your face about it. <laughs> you know, like it was just, I don't know if it was repressed anger or just like, I, I was bitter for a while. Like, th- like I think back, like I was like, I was bitter. I would go to the car shows and like one of the two of the guys would show up, you know, who were still like wanting to go and we talk and I'm like, it's like, is this club dying yet? Is it failing? And they're like, dude, there's something not right with you. <laughs> like I was like, has it, has it shut down? You know, I was like praying for their demise, you know, revenge, you know, but it was just like, I poured everything into something and then got removed from it because I was doing something good. I've never heard of this. But uh, it took me a little bit, you know, it took me some, some introspective healing or learning or, or, or whatever. But I, I just keep thinking, I'm like, how many people carry, like for you, Marion, did you carry from one husband to another, to, like all the stuff that didn't go right? Or oh, absolutely. I had, to, I, had to, I had to focus on and be very honest. I mean, I went back to my childhood and how angry I was that I had to be on my own. I had to run away to be safe and that my father really wasn't there for me. And after I healed that, I went to my first husband inwardly and worked on what I was angry at. I got rid of that anger. I got rid of the second, you know, husband's anger that I had about him until I got to a place of neutrality. It was being just really honest about yourself. Right. Now that makes sense. I've, I I wonder how many people do that with their jobs, with relationships, with parenting. And, you know, I, I'm sure there's so many situations I could just name where people go into each situation. And they're carrying that 
I guess, unresolved anger into that next situation. Well, the job treated me bad last time. This one will probably be the same. You know, they go in with that closed-mindedness. Instead of really creating what they want in their life. Lots of people are out there being a victim. But my whole premise and how I live my life is that I create my reality. And I don't, I try not to blame others. If I do, I find myself, I'm realizing I'm coming from a victim mentality. Right. And if, you know, and and we see this a lot, you know, women will will say, you know, there are no good men left. Uh, There is no one who's (laughs) going to love me for me. Uh, I'm I'm not attractive enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. And in effect, what they're doing is they're creating their own reality. Right. And, our belief is that you can change that reality. That's not real. That's, that's, your, that's your belief. But if you don't take the steps to change it, it will become your reality. Excellent. And if it becomes your reality, then you're going to attract someone who fits into that reality. So the, the first step is to acknowledge that these are beliefs, and, and beliefs are different than reality. Uh, but beliefs right. are very powerful, and so we have to take those old beliefs, and we have to give you tools and techniques and processes so you can both change the beliefs and then have these new beliefs stick. So I'm not trying to paint this as you know just a superficial that you know you just say you know, one mantra, you know, twice and all of a sudden everything changes. It, it, it doesn't work like that. It requires commitment and persistence. But in and of itself, there's nothing, there's nothing all that difficult about it. The real key is that you have to want, want to change. You have to want to attract a wonderful guy into your life. And, yeah. and, and if you can do that, then yes, then anybody can it can be successful in this. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good outlook, I think. Well done, by the way, with everything that you have going on and reaching people on a level that maybe they haven't been reached before. Because it's, it's not that the subconscious beliefs are, are anything new. We've been talking about cognitive behavioral theory since 2015 and um, – and, and other cognitive behavioral you know, things. My TEDx talk was about uh, rewiring your brain's hippocampus to be successful. You can actually rewire your brain. Like you said, Mark, the neuroplasticity, uh, we're, we're always growing and you can grow to be successful. But the way you've approached it in the way that maybe it's because of the uh, internet marketing background that you have, you know, looking at the, at the website and, and just the way that you're reaching people, I think is so good and so necessary. Well, we wanted to, when, when we created this, we wanted to make it accessible and, and we wanted to make it, we wanted to make it safe. And I think it's very important that any woman out there, you know, not feel bad about the fact that, Prior relationships didn't work out, uh, and, and unfortunately, a lot of women do, and and right. and, and and they shouldn't. It's it, it's not a reflection of who you are. It, it's not. A, it, it does not make you a bad person. Uh, if you if you have that desire 
to, to attract someone who is going to love you for you, love your authentic self. Uh, it just requires following a system, following a process. And doing it. And doing it. And just and, doing it. Right, exactly, just like the Nike commercial. Yeah. Um, so it has to be important to you. I mean, it's not going to come just by saying, okay, yeah, um, I'll give it a try. It has to be important to you. But if it is, then yes, there is a process, there is a system. And our whole goal with this program was to make it approachable, to make it doable, yep. and also, most importantly, to make it fun. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it makes definitely. it a lot of fun. And uh, like you said, accessible to everybody. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Marin, as we start to close the show, what's your message for people listening right now who may have unresolved anger and they're looking and they're searching and they said, you know, you're, they're in the same place you would look like, I got to change. I got like something has got to change. What's your message for the listeners? Well, it's very similar to what Mark just said. It's, it's really realizing that first you have it and then you can have the capacity to change it instead of being a victim. You know, find the process that's right for you. Maybe it would be somebody else's book. Maybe it would be my book. I don't know. Go to therapy. But stop being a victim and know that you can change your beliefs. And the beliefs that you hold consistently are going to create your reality. So yes, change that. Find you know, some kind of tool that resonates with you to change that. Love it. Mark, what's your message that you want to leave the listeners with today? Well, I, I would echo what Marion says. I, I'm mm-hmm. a believer that we can change. But Personally, and other people may be different. I like to have a process. I like to have a system. I like to have a a blueprint, a roadmap, call it what you will, that says, okay, here is where I am. Here is where I want to be. Now, how do I get there? What are the steps? So when we created this program, that's literally what we did. We had a sad face on one end of the whiteboard. and We had a happy face on the other end of the whiteboard. And we said, okay, what are the five, six, seven steps that are necessary to get from sad face to happy face? And that became the process. That became the blueprint. And for me, and I think this is true for lots of people, having that kind of roadmap is extremely helpful. And that's what gives us the confidence that the journey we are on is in fact going to result in something really, really positive. Mm-hmm. Love it. I absolutely love it. I want to thank both of you for your time and being amazing guests on the show. It has been an honor to have you here. We loved being on your show, Sean. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks so much. Is the create the love of your life dot com the best link that you want to give the listeners today? That uh, that that would be the the, the best place. Perfect to, to go. Perfect, perfect. That's where we're going to direct all the listeners. Awesome. Again, thank you so much for being amazing guests, and I wish you nothing but the best in twenty twenty one. Thank you. You too, Sean. You too, Sean. Keep going. Thank you. 
Life Transformation Radio listeners, amazing guests impacting the world around them. If any part of our conversation today with Marion Massey and Mark Satterfield resonated with you, please reach out to them at createtheloveofyourlife.com. createtheloveofyourlife.com. Go to the website, check them out, look at what they're offering, and I promise you it will change your life. As we close the show, I always say live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart, and I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live an amazing life.